whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 10, Hashtag Sorry Not Sorry, a.k.a. the season finale. And Kelsey, can you please read us the Netflix summary via the Degrassi Wiki? Absolutely. Hashtag Sorry Not Sorry. Miles breaks some news to Tristan. Maya confronts Zoe. Frankie chooses between her two suitors. Hunter goes off the deep end. I'll say. I that's, don't know that's... if Maya's thing needed to really be included there, but okay. I don't either. I I don't I don't know. Also, I don't know. Miles breaks some news to Tristan. I guess I don't know. It's fine. That's the thing. It's like we can't really make fun of the Netflix Netflix summaries. Yeah, because it's just they're trying to be not specific because they don't want to be spoilery. Yeah. Also, I just accidentally read ahead to episode two, season two, and it was it it just real spoiler right right from the jump. So <laughs> oh God, get off the wiki. Get off the wiki. I have to get off the wiki. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, sure. Description. Uh, the hashtag is an actual hashtag this time, I guess. Yeah. Um. Sorry, not sorry. I guess like. Maya's like, sorry, not sorry, I'm breaking up with you. Hunter's like, sorry, not sorry, I'm going on a rampage and it's terrifying. Well, I think for him it's definitely like, sorry, not sorry, that I, like, ruined that Maya. Swatted Maya. Oh, I need, I want to talk about that forever. I feel like this episode is just going to be me, like, screeching about yeah. being upset. Yeah. 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 All right, well, I guess let's just dive into it then. Um, Fuck yeah. So the episode starts off like at the snowball and kind of a flash forward. And I immediately remember that Maya and Jonah are in an unnamed band, which I definitely forgot about in our hiatus. I did not. And I did not forget this song. And I still think this song is pretty good. I said it doesn't sound too horrible. It's definitely the best thing that they have done. It's a pretty good song, and I stand by that. Also, I love that Degrassi is, like, very clearly trying to do, like, an artsy thing where they're right. like, we're going to do, like, a weird little flash forward and then go back like they did with the season with the fire, except they did, like, many episodes later. Right. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I totally forgot that that even happened. <laughs> and then the fire yes. happened. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I never forgot that that happened that season because I would be watch I would go to YouTube to watch the episode and every single time I went to the Degrassi YouTube for that season, it would automatically start playing the first, oh, the first episode before I could get to the end. So it would start with that blaring horn every time and it would make me jump every time so I never fucking forgot about it. And you're like, "When is the fire going to happen? What's going to cause it?" I just really wanted the siren to stop happening. I was so happy to be out of that season just because that siren was, like, just wearing on my last nerve every time. Like, I couldn't stop it. I would have to go in, like, with the TV muted if I wanted to avoid the siren. It was the first sound that came out of my television. I'm so sorry. Do we want to do fashion? Yes. I like Maya's sparkly long sleeve dance dress. 
I like that she wears boots with it too. It's yeah, a real me look. Yeah, too. Yeah. Um, Frankie's giant like costume jewelry necklace oh, yeah. is not my favorite thing that's ever existed. No, but I feel like it's very. It's actually probably very like more twenty like fifth. 14, 15, it's 2016 now, but I think it's still very, of the time-ish, just that yeah. big, big-ass necklaces, like, p- where you, people just shop on, like, Bobble Bar or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, Jonah wears a dumb jean vest. I also still hate his hair. Agreed. Um, Shay is wearing this pink top that matches Lola's hair perfectly, and they just, like, <laughs> very, they, they complement each other aesthetically when they're trying to talk to frankie about something i really like lola's like fancy shorts and top dance look i thought that was really cute that is really cute i like a dress short and i will stand by that i think that's all that i have actually that's all that i have too okay cool yeah again newer seasons it's harder to like pick apart things because it's just starting to look more normal yeah (laughs) or as normal as like tv is (laughs) totally um, but yeah, so we start out at the snowball. Maya and Jonah are singing Not Okay. And then she comes down from the stage after the song and Zig is like groveling and begging for forgiveness. And Maya like doesn't want to hear any of it. And he's like, I thought that we were over. Please don't let us be over. And I was like, you, there is no, there was never a moment when she said that you guys were over. You were just paranoid and jumping to conclusions. But yeah. okay. Oh my god! And also, he like she he tells her that they just kissed, and he's like, "I can't believe we're gonna be over because we because I kissed like because Zoe kissed me." Which okay, just like removing yourself from the equation entirely. <laughs> Zoe kissed me. I see what you're doing with your language, sir. Mm-hmm. And Maya's like, "Oh, it was just a kiss," and he was like, "Yeah, basically." basically. <laughs> like, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, okay. it's stupid. And she's like, "Okay, maybe we'll talk later." And then like hunters running around and i'm like how is he allowed to be here and then sirens go off and apparently there's a lockdown and it's like what's going on and then we flash back to earlier that day mm-hmm. and then we're in class and hunter is asking yale yale i don't know how to yale, yale yale i think it's yale i yale. don't know i forgot her name for the first half of the episode and i just wrote down nerd girl which is maybe unfair or unkind, but I say I it with love in my heart. <laughs> I just wrote down Hunter asking maroon hair girl to the snowball. She said yes and wants a corsage. And then Simpson comes and is like, Hunter, Yale, come with me. And I was like, her name is Yale. So I'm like, <laughs> I need to write this down for, before I forget it again. It's Yale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's when we find out that Hunter was, did we know that Hunter was not alone in his swatting I and don't... like harassing of Maya? I don't think so. I don't think we knew. I don't think we knew that the rest of the gaming club was involved. At least yeah, I don't remember. It, and I read my notes from the last episode before I watched this one. And I just, I think I only wrote down the fact that like Hunter was responsible and he was like blackmailing Zig in the last episode. So I don't think we knew like the rest of the gaming club was involved. Yeah. If we did, I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we did either, because I'm also, like, I feel like the rest of the, like, I mean, I I kind of, you know, I've been, like, trying to, like, give Hunter the benefit of the doubt up until that point, really, but mm-hmm. cause I'm like, oh, he's just misguided, but, like, the rest of them I had way higher expectations yeah, for. Yeah, seriously. 
Like, like Yale, even though I couldn't remember her name, I expected her to, like, have higher expectations for herself. Although, I will say, she caves immediately, and I oh, yeah. respect that. Yeah. Um, Everybody else I, does immediately, except for Hunter. Yeah. And I think the only reason remorse. that... Yes. And I think the only reason... And, I mean, I just, like, I love VJ. Like, I think he's, like, a sweetie. And mm-hmm. I feel like the only reason that he even agreed to anything is because he was mad at Tristan. And she's, oh, like, yeah, his best maybe. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I, it all came back to me as soon as I started watching it. I was like, I've seen this show. I remember what's going on. Yeah. And then, uh, but before we, like, actually get to the office, Lola and Shay are, like, very invested in Frankie and Winston getting back together and going to the dance together. Whereas, like, Frankie is clearly still hung up on Jonah, but is, like, pretending to go along with this Winston thing because she thinks that Jonah, like, doesn't like her. Like, they're, like, just not communicating with each other, and it's causing them to both be annoying. Yeah. I, I, they just, like, I, I think I talked about it the last time it came up with them, but I feel like they're just, like, playing by a different set. Like, he's just trying to be a person living in the world, and, like, far be it for me to give Jonah the benefit of the doubt, but also, like, I think I like Jonah now, but (laughs) he, like, this episode, I was like, do I like Jonah? Like, is he a character I enjoy? Maybe. Um, And Frankie is, like, I think it's just, like, because she's, like, 15, yeah, I think Frankie is just like classic fifteen-year-old. Because I, I think I, I'm actually I don't think I'm certain that I was the same way. Just like especially in relationships, because like you watch movies and TV, and you're like, there's supposed to be like drama and like games, and you know that's why I, I can't like talk about my own feelings. So instead, yeah. I'm gonna like do all this like weird bullshit. And I think that's what she's doing. And she's just like expecting she, her expectations are different, but also like she can't be straightforward with him. And he's a dumb boy, so he's confused, and he's just, like, doing his best. <laughs> she has all these, like, expectations in her head from probably, like, movies and, like, books and the way that she thinks things are supposed to go and the way she thinks guys are supposed to act. But she's not communicating those expectations to the world, so she just gets disappointed when these, like, half-formed things that are in her brain aren't happening because she hasn't actually done anything about it because in like movies and tv things just like happen to the main character and she's like why aren't things happening i like this boy now we like kissed one time and i haven't said anything about it and like yeah i think it's just like pure lack of communication because she's 15 and she doesn't know how to do that yet um but, yeah, like, she finds, like, flowers taped to her locker, and Jonah's, like, lurking, and is like, looks like you finally got your flowers, because I think she, they had, like, a weird confrontation last episode where she said something about, like, you should be getting me flowers, or I don't, I can't remember. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, they're from, like, some guy that I actually like who I'm going to the dance with, and he's like, okay, fine, whatever, bye. <laughs> yeah. It's like, first of all, he didn't leave a card. I don't know. I feel like they're both just, like, a little bit stupid. They're just, they're just, like, in high school. (laughs) Yeah, they're just in high school. They're just in high school. (laughs) You know what I don't miss? Dating in high school. Oh, God. Just, like, trying, just, like, trying to interact with anybody that you like in high school just sounds so stressful to me. Like, I don't, I don't want to go back to that place. (laughs) Hell no. Um... (laughs) 
But then uh, Zoe, we see Zoe looking rough and she looks like she's, she's like, she feels like hurling. I don't know. But I think she's like selling snowball tickets. And then Miles walks up to her and Tristan and Tristan is still pissed at Miles because last episode, Miles like bailed on him a bunch on snowball preparations because he was dealing yes. with Esme and Fucking her Esme. nonsense. Um, but then Miles tells him that he can't come to the dance because big events are triggers, which is like, all right, Miles, good for you. Know your boundaries. Yeah. And then he's like, but by the way, I'm going to boarding school next semester to get away from bad influences. And I'm like, dude, those influences will be everywhere, especially at like with rich kids at a boarding school who can afford like every single kind of vice that there is. I was I don't gonna understand. say, <laughs> I feel like boarding school, like fancy rich kid boarding school, has got to be like rife for yeah, because that's where all, all sorts like, of drugs. The rich kids who get kicked out of schools just pay their way in to go, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I, I guess it's I'm, to get away from his dad too and his family. I who are like also so. triggering, but I yeah. just I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't have to leave Degrassi to get away from Esme. She's not gonna be here in like another like four episodes. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Um I mean, yeah, I'm no. just guessing, but I don't feel if like anything, she's here to I stay. You should be closer to your support system, not like fleeing from them, but I don't know. Does he have a support system though? His mom's been better lately. She has. That's true. And he has his therapist. And he has, like, he's trying to, like, get back into the good graces of Tristan, who's better than Esme, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I don't think know. so. And he has Winston. Winston's always been a good That's support. True. I mean, I don't, know. I, I guess we'll I don't want him goes. to go. I don't want him to go to boarding school either, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. But, yeah, um, he said... Miles says, I'm sorry. And Tristan says, for what? And Miles says, take your pick. And then they share a <laughs> smile. It's very cute. I mean, there's I'm still like, of, like. There are a lot of trials moments in this episode. There are. I mean, I've had Dido stuck in my head the entire episode and ever since because I will go down with this ship. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then, but then we're in the principal's office with the entire gaming club. And. Then, yeah, yeah, or Maya's in there, too. I can't remember what was said, but Hunter just says, like, you overreacted, like, to the fact oh. that she got swatted or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I God. No, it was, so it was, they were talking about, like, what's been going on with Maya, like, emotionally, and, like, right. Simpson is basically, like, laying it down. He's like, she I mean he's also like exposing her a lot but he's like you fucked up her life a lot yeah and and Yale like obviously feels shitty about it and she's like I'm so sorry and then Hunter cuts in that you overreacted to what was obviously somebody's like harmless prank or whatever yeah I don't think death threats and swatting are harmless prank but okay fuck no Hunter um, is not backing down, and he's so misguided, and it's just, no. I I hate his guts. I fucking hate his guts a little and then, bit. Yeah, 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 and then Yale comes, 
clean like immediately and then the rest of the gaming club is like yes me too yeah i'm so sorry and they all show remorse except for hunter who is a sociopath who just says you deserve what you got which is just like ah (laughs) it's so frustrating to watch i like literally like gasped when he said that i was like (gasps) what it's insane. Like, just this whole narrative that he has in his head. Because he says the same thing later. It's like this whole, like, she deserved it. This is social justice. Like, yeah. Like, I, it's like, it's so Everyone's weird. And it's to so. get me. Yes. It's like this. I'm like, he is like an alt right troll. He is like a fucking men's rights douchebag. Yeah. And his whole fucking, like, it's, and it's just so misguided. And it's like the kind of shit that you see, like, on, like, Reddit or 4chan or whatever. Not like yeah. I've ever been on 4chan in my life, but <laughs> I, what I've been I've told heard or tales. Whatever, yeah. I have heard tales. But, like, of, like, these people that genuinely believe that they're in the right and that they're being, like, discriminated against yeah. when it's just absolute and utter bullshit. It's, it's like open your fucking eyes man like you're so deluded and you're so wrapped up in your own little world and you think that everybody's out to get you and like I have a relative like that mm. and thankfully he I mean not thankfully that he's like an older person but like you know he's not thankfully he's not like a big like internet guy but like I have a relative like that and it's like that it's a straight up mental illness and like none of these people on the internet are like being like diagnosed with anything they're just living this way yeah and that is this dude and it like bums me out like fucking hunter i just all of the i just want to like slap him in the face a little bit yeah be like wake the fuck up severely fucked up from their family life and they all need like mental health help like immediately thankfully miles is there frankie went through like an entire bout of depression this season and like we didn't really address that directly like we kind of did but i the show kind of did but like in this episode but the message was get over it so yeah Yeah, it was like (laughs) oh yeah or it was like oh now that she found a new guy she's happy again it's like okay (laughs) like yeah it's kind of interesting it's wild um but then after this scene we are back at the hollingsworth house and frankie like doesn't know what to wear but winston is like already there and he's bought her a bracelet and it's a lot and frankie is like you know oh and this is when we find out that winston wasn't the person who got her the flowers so it looks like jonah got her those flowers which I feel like we all called when we yeah. saw it the first time. And then um, after this realization and because of, like, the weird pressure of this bracelet, Frankie's like, actually, I cannot go to the dance with you. It wouldn't be right. And he's like, it's who is it? It has to be because of another guy. And she's like, it's not like that. But also, it's like that. <laughs> it's totally like that. But also, can we just accept the fact that she might not be that into you, Winston? Yeah. And then he, like, storms away. Um, And also was maybe never that into him because, I mean, at least ever since he kissed Lola. Because it's not like her eyes have not strayed before. I feel like ever since, I mean, maybe I'm getting, like, too into this. Although that's the point of this podcast. I'm going to (laughs) just fucking lean in. I mean, I feel like ever since he kissed Lola, she, like, never 100% was back in it. Like, 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 she had, like, one foot out the door the entire time, right? Yeah, and then as soon as that, like, fucking psychopath potential 
we thought he was a murderer, like, college guy, like, batted an eye at her, she was immediately like, okay, you now. <laughs> I mean, he did, like, attempt to murder by the end of that movie. Yeah, that's true. He was so crazy. He was, he was at least an attempted murderer. Yeah. That movie was so wild. <laughs> I, I kind of want to watch it again. I don't. <laughs> um, but then it's like after the meeting with Simpson, Hunter's pissed at the rest of the club. And they're all like, dude, we've done enough. We got off super easy. We only have yeah. to do 30 hours of in-school community service starting with volunteering at a school dance like we still get to be at this dance even though it's volunteering and bj's like i get to work the photo booth yeah and hunter this is, is like being... the most low-key punishment like he's mad because i think he's gonna probably go down for the swatting but i think yeah yeah but like he's like this is where i write down that he is like an alt-right men's rights troll like he yeah. is just like a personified and i didn't want that because i like I didn't want it to be like, especially in the beginning when he was like just kind of quiet and weird and kept to himself and everyone thought that he was kind of a freak. I was like, I, I just want him to be like a normal yeah. person who just has like his own interests. And the same thing went with like the video game stuff. I was like, I just want him to be like a person who has interests and I don't want this to be like the trope of like the loner guy. We've already done this before. And it, he just he just is. He just yeah. is. Because then he acts extremely selfish and, like, lashes out and eventually ends up, like, pushing down Yale. Yes. Which is crazy. And I just wrote, this child needs help. He needs and help. And then he runs away. And it's just, like, it's all bad. It's all bad. And it's bad. <laughs> mm. But then I think we're, like, practicing with Maya and Jonah and Grace for the dance and then somehow, like, Maya finds out that Grace knew about the Zoe Zig thing and didn't tell her. But Grace is like, I told him that if he, if he didn't tell you, I would tell you. Like, I was waiting for him to come to you. I didn't think it was my place. And Maya's like, you should have told me. And she gets pissed off. And she's like, you don't have to play with us tonight. And I'm like, that's not really fair. But okay, Maya. It's not fair at all. Oh, my yeah. God. And I mean, uh, to be fair. Like, if you knew something like that and you weren't telling me, I don't know, maybe it would be situational. I don't think I'd get mad at you. I don't think I'd get mad at you unless it went on for, like, way too long. Well, I think it's also different because Grace and Zig were friends, like, before, before and Grace Maya and Maya. Started. Like, they yeah. are already really good friends. And then, like, she became friends with Maya because they, like... I, after the fact so I think she's just she's like totally in the middle and it's like yeah. a really sticky situation to be in so she's like you need to tell her or I will and, and it's like, extra it, complicated because she has a thing for him apparently yeah. which I to think, me still feels like it came out of fucking nowhere I don't like it just yeah, let that, girls and guys be friends I hate that so much yeah that came out it definitely came out of nowhere um and we haven't really, like, gone back to that. But maybe it's because she's like, oh, God, he did this shitty thing. I don't like him anymore. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but, yeah, it definitely – I definitely – it's definitely not fair because it's like when your friend does a shitty thing to another one of your friends, like, I've kind of been in a – like, in a, put in a situation, and it was definitely, like, one friend who did a shitty thing came to me and told me about it, and I was like, okay, 
you need to tell the other friend or I'm going to tell her. It's like, it's a really hard place to be, like the person in the middle. So, yeah. Yeah, I, to- I definitely feel for Grace. <laughs> yeah, I I think Maya's just lashing out and she's mad and yeah. she's mad that Grace knew because sisterhood and solidarity yeah. and whatnot. And alert, they make up in the end and it's fine. <laughs> they do. I have a feeling I'm going to make a prediction and it's going to be wrong and you guys are all going to laugh at me. <laughs> but based on this whole conversation and the Grace having a thing for Zig out of fucking nowhere and the end conversation where Maya and Grace make up and everything's happy, happy with them. And she's like, never lie to me again. And then they hug it out, which we'll talk about later. Whatever. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I think that Grace and Zig are going to hook up and it's going to be a real fucking thing. Yeah, and I'm going to be gonna really be like mad about thing. it. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed is really where I'm at with that. I don't like it. Yeah. It's going to be like when Izzy and George had a thing on Grace. Uh, <laughs> which was also uh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> that's the worst that's the worst thing to ever happen to my eyeballs and my ear balls and everything else I just a terrible just a terrible time for everybody is that the worst ship on Grey's Anatomy mm. it's up there right it's definitely it, up there it, it might be the worst yeah I think it is I can't think of anything else worse than that yeah at least not off the top of my head. I also haven't yeah. watched that show since like last year. Like since I haven't either, which is so unlike me. But I my entire like- solo weekend, I didn't. I like watched only things that I haven't watched before that I like wanted to try out. It was it was like very big of me. Subconsciously, I don't want to watch anything in a hospital right now. Yeah, that and might also, be it too. Like Alex is gone now. Like we never see him again. He doesn't even come back to be like I'm leaving and like. Yeah, you just get a weird fucking letter. And also fucking bullshit with, like, Amelia's pregnancy, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe it's not Luke from the OC's baby. Maybe it's Owen's. It's like, ugh, I don't want to go caught up? that nonsense. Uh, the last episode I watched was, like, it was, like, when, like the mid-season whatever the fuck, when it was, okay. like, when it was, like, oh, you conceived on this day. And then it's like, oh, God, are you fucking kidding me? And that ends up being less of a headache than you think it's going to be, okay, honestly. Well, don't, let, don't let that deter you. But, yeah, I just. But also, I am intrigued about, like, the new, like, the guy that Christina sent to the <gasps> hospital. Yes, I love I'm super over him. the Meredith DeLuca stuff. I'm like, I could All not right, give I'm a shit less. I could not care less about Meredith and DeLuca. Meredith and DeLuca might be my other least favorite ship. I just, like, I just don't get it. I don't like it. It feels yeah. a little predatory. <laughs> But also it's, all of the relationships on that show are so like. There's so many weird power imbalance. Yes. Shit. They all feel a little bit predatory. Yeah. I don't know. why. This is a Degrassi podcast. <laughs> this is not a Grey's Anatomy podcast. But oh. I will say my, my, my ending words on Grey's Anatomy is that I actually just want Scott Speedman, a.k.a. Ben from Felicity, to come back and have a thing with Meredith because they had that like flirtatious episode last season and it was great anyway yes. oh, Speedman. <laughs> any anyway way. um oh, oh Jonah's so very confused about their fight <laughs> yeah this is when i decided that i might like jonah well one he, he did the flowers thing and he was trying to be like sweet and cute and do Swamp. thing and then also maya turns to him and she's like like what did she say something about like like 
say whatever you want, whatever, like something like go ahead, say something. And yeah, Jim just goes, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's fair. Um, but then we're back at the Hollingsworth house. Winston is now just going to chill and stay in with Miles and a pint of ice cream. I mean, um, I feel that. But then Hunter and his mom kind of like come through the room and we find out that Hunter's getting all of his computers and gaming shit taken away as a punishment. Good. Because he deserves it. And he's lashing out about it. And then he goes up to his room and he throws his phone at his mirror and breaks it. And he's like, I need to have my phone because I need to make things better with... Oh, excuse me. I totally just broke the microphone. <laughs> I need to make things better with Yale. And then he makes like a creepy hit list and writes down Maya, Zig, Tristan, Goldie, VJ, Boz, and Yale. And it's terrifying. And also... Like, the creepy background music for, like, yeah. Scary Hunter that they play is extremely effective. I'm yeah. editing this, and I'll, I will, like, put a clip in it here. But it is, like, it definitely, like, gets you really anxious and scared for what's going to happen next. It does. Also, I think I pinpointed in my brain why I didn't want the Hunter thing to be like this. Like, because it's not normally, like, a character that I gravitate towards in any way. But I think it's because this is like this sort of trope has been done to death everywhere that I'm like, do we need another like weird loner nerdy kid to be yeah. like the the scary, creepy, like shoot up the school guy? Like, can we just like have like we've already had it. We've already had like, it and on it, Degrassi and it was already done like better than this on Degrassi. Yes, it was done way better. And like, I feel like every show has like the like pale guy who like you know likes like weird shit and plays video games and like lives on the internet and like and is kind of bullied a little bit it's like bullied like, a little whatever like that's just it's just been done to death and like to make yeah. to, and Degrassi is like really good about making some of their characters like really nuanced and complex and some of their characters are just like I don't know it fits in a box and that's what bugs me about Hunter and I'm like yeah. you could have done something totally different with this and instead totally. you just did the thing that you have done before like twice and that everyone else does and i think that's what bugs me about hunter but you're right the music is effective as hell because as soon as he did that i was like oh no oh no it's a list it's i think if he was scary. just like sitting there writing a list and the music was happy it would not have the same effect on me <laughs> definitely um I'm also very susceptible to being manipulated by television music. And I feel 100%. like I've said this like a million times on this on this podcast. Like, yeah. you can make me fall in love with TV music. Like, it'll just happen. Yeah, you can definitely sway my feelings toward anything with the TV music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Most things anyway. Like, I am a simple when person. I don't agree with something happening and they're trying to play manipulative music. I'm like, don't you try. This is stupid. But yeah. if I'm not super opposed to it, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I do like this now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so easily swayed. I'm weak. Yeah. I'm weak willed. Um, but then we're at the dance and Frankie, Lola and Shay are like doing a little photo booth thing with like in like cutouts and I love those things and they're like having a, like a like a come to Jesus moment where Frankie's like telling them like 
I'm not going here with Winston. I like Jonah more than Winston. Like, I, like, this is how it is. And they're like, you shouldn't date Jonah. It's not a good idea or something. And she's like, and you're the relationship experts? You're dating her crush. And then it, like, causes a whole, like, hubbub. And it's like, that is extremely true. And they have never really talked about it. Somebody had to say it. I was waiting. Yeah. Like somebody had to say it. It was great. Because <laughs> there's VJ yeah. is just there like, um, should I take a picture? I don't know. <laughs> this is my community service. Let me know what to do. Yeah. And then I think Miles and Winston were like gonna go somewhere, but then Miles is like, Let me check on Hunter before we leave. He was in a bad mood. I wanna make sure he's okay. And they find his trashed room and his creepy list. And then the scary music plays again. And Winston is like, we should call 911. Also, their dad's gun is missing. This is terrifying. Yeah, he's like, well, he's like, I, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. Winston says that we should call 911. And Hunter's like, uh, not Hunter. Woo. And Miles is like, let's not like do anything like too rash. And then... Or something. I don't remember if the roles are switched. Whatever. But then one of them realizes that he's like, oh, shit, my dad has a gun. Yeah, let's call the cops and see what's going on. But they do originally are like, maybe we're just being crazy. But it's like, no, you've got a smashed mirror and an angry pale boy and missing gun. I think Winston either is like, should we call 911 or we should call 911. And Miles is like, I don't know. Let's not jump to conclusions. And Winston's like, yeah, it's not like he has a gun or something. And then Miles was like, oh, That's fuck, my it. dad has a gun downstairs. It was something like that. Yeah. Yes, nailed it. That was it. And then we're at the school, and he's at the dance, and he's still trying to make up with Yale, and she's like, no, get the fuck away. No, like, I'm not having this. And he's like, I thought you were different. You're just like everyone else. And also... Um, completely unrelated. My next note is this stop motion spinning snowman projected behind the stage is very distracting. <laughs> it is very distracting. It's not done well. Yeah. And so he, like, he comes, away. so he comes back in and then we go back to like the scene that we saw in the beginning kind of, right, but like you see Maya's him talk. Singing, not yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the, you see him come in and then you see the singing and then you see him talk to Yale and then I did kind of like how they did it a little bit different. Like they did like cut back a little and like it's more from Frankie's point of view when um, Maya is talking to Zig and we right, see right, right, right. that Frankie because Frankie I was trying to figure out why Frankie was upset uh, in the first one when they were like everything's going to be great. And she was like, yeah, right. But apparently Frankie sees Jonah with some blonde girl. Right. For like one and a half seconds. <laughs> and it's like, and it's not like they're doing it. She's uh, later. She says that they were canoodling. They were not. She was standing. He, like, he was staying next her to her to like dance or something. Or yeah. He, like, like leads it's a her dance. somewhere. <laughs> he leads her somewhere. It's a dance. I don't yeah. know. Canoodling. Um, but then like the lockdown stuff starts happening and everyone's getting in position. And uh oh, Maya and Zoe are stuck in like a locker room or something together. And then this is how they always get Zoe and Maya to make up is by like forcing them to yeah. yeah forcing them into an enclosed space together with the threat of death on the other side of the wall that is <laughs> the only way they've made them make up before and it didn't work this time 
Yeah, yeah, they definitely don't make up, but, like, there is, like, things come to light from it anyway. Yes. Um, But then we find out that Hunter is locked in a room in, like, the student council office with Tristan and Goldie and somebody else on his list. I can't remember who. Um, uh, Zig. Zig and Zig. And then, and Tristan notices, like, Miles texts Tristan and is like, hey, is Hunter there? And Tristan's like, yeah, he's okay. And he's like, my dad's gun is missing. Like, I'm worried about this. And then I was like, text Mr. Simpson or something. Yes. Um, But then we hop to Maya and Zoe. And Maya's, like, confronting Zoe. And they're kind of talking about what happens. And Zoe's like, you don't want me to tell you exactly what happened because you'll hate me. And I don't want, like, you don't want to know. Yeah, she was, she was, like, and Maya was basically like, why won't you just tell me? And she's, like, basically their relationship is done anyway. And Zoe's like, I don't want to see the look on your face when I tell you. Which is fair and also, like, it's it's a really effective way of shutting Matt down and also, like, a very upsetting sentence. Yeah, and she's like, why Zig? And she's like, he was there. Also, he didn't tell me to stop. Like, it was kind of just like, yeah, Zig was an active participant in the shitty thing that happened as much as Zoe was. Yeah, she's like, he was there and he was easy. Yeah. And then we're with Frankie and Shay and Lola locked in some other closet. And Frankie's, like, crying about Jonah. And... But then we all, they all end up, like, hashing things out and apologizing to each other and, like, talking about their issues. And it ends up kind of okay. It's like, but they do kind of confront Frankie about how, like, you've been, like, a bummer all year or something. Yeah. And, like, and, like said that basically like we are not enough to like help you get through this or something and frankie's like oh no did i say that i didn't if i did i didn't mean it and they they all make up and it's fine oh yeah and lola and shay kind of talk things out about tiny a little bit yeah but yeah the weirdness is over i guess um then zig oh yeah we Zig is, like, in the same, is back in the council room and is calling Hunter a psycho and, like, why are you even here? And I'm like, stop it. And then Miles calls Tristan's phone and asks to speak to Hunter. And he's like, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. I wanted you to know that you always have me and I love you and everything's going to be okay. And it's very nice. It's good. It's he he does a really good job. I'm very I mean, I'm very glad that like Miles made the progress that he has made. Otherwise, Ugh. this would not have happened. Exactly. This would and have ended like, differently. And you can tell he's terrified like for his brother and what he could do, but he's just yeah. like, "I am here for you. You are not alone. Everything's going to be fine. Don't do anything dangerous." And then like the police come in and they're like, "School's clear." And I'm like, that was not a very thorough search because, spoiler alert, Hunter did have a gun on him. Like, what yep. was your, like, searching process? I don't understand. Um, Were they expecting just, like, a strange masked man, like, wandering, the, wandering halls, the halls? Or... I have no idea. I don't know. Um, but they're like, it was a prank. 
And Tristan is like, all right, guys, apparently it was like just another prank like the swatting, but the dance is still back on. And I'm like, okay, sure. Um, and then like Miles walks in and talks to Tristan and lets him know that he's the one who called in the lockdown because he was worried about Hunter. And they have like another little moment and I'm like, Ugh, they don't do. go to boarding school. You got Tristan here waiting for you. Um, and he takes Hunter home. I will go down with this ship. A hundred percent. I love them so much. And then Zig, like, tries to find Maya. And she's like, okay, we're done for good now. Bye. (laughs) Basically. Which is fair. And then she, like, turns around and Grace is there, like, looking very, like, sad and apologetic. And she's like, never do that again. Or, like, have my back next i can't remember what she says but i think she just says never lie to me again oh yeah never lie to me again and they hug and they make up and it's great and then jonah's here and frankie's here and he's like i don't want to play games anymore (laughs) (laughs) basically and it's like i like you i like you too all right, dance with me. And I'm like, fucking finally, let's cut through the bullshit. <laughs> Seriously, we've been doing this for half of a goddamn season. <laughs> um, But then we're back at home with Hunter and we find out that he did have the gun. And Miles yep. walks in and sees him like taking the gun out of his backpack. And Hunter is crying. And he's like, I don't know if I was actually. And I think Miles is like, were you actually going to hurt anybody? And Hunter says, I don't know. And it's a very tense moment. And they hug. And he's like, you can't tell anyone. And that's how it ends. And I'm like, you should definitely tell someone that he somebody shot the school. Like, please no. tell somebody. Please tell an adult. Please tell an adult. Please. This child needs help. Yes. But that's how the season ends. He is literally a danger to himself and society. That is like the therapy thing that like it gives them like danger zone red flags. Like 100 percent. That's like when you break literal confidentiality laws. Like that is when you tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can't tell anyone like gave me chills a little bit. I was like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, yeah. Scary super scary um (laughs) yeah well but yeah that's the end of the episode i don't know if we still want do we still do spirit squad captain maybe miles for being a good brother and i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna go with miles for sure ship is obviously miles and tristan yeah yeah obviously Mm -hmm. i don't care about frankie and jonah sorry (laughs) yeah yeah this episode i mean like i feel like we can be so much like fluffier about it because nothing actually happened but god man something almost did it was almost we need we need i was gonna say we need gun control in this country and we fucking do but this was canada so i'm like just everywhere let's just everywhere please or yeah and if you can if you legally own guns and you're a parent like maybe you don't make them so easily accessible to children seriously like my so growing up my my dad is like a big hunter guy he always had like multiple guns i to this day do not know where any of them were in our home they were like (laughs) they were like kept in like the attic in his office sometimes if they were ever in our house i never knew about it 
and neither did my brother like there was no danger of like a child accidentally finding them and like would keep like ammo and guns separate like come on man yeah i don't understand these people that will leave fully loaded guns like readily available in their homes yeah so many accidents happen that way yes (sighs) i remember there was this really effective like i know tell me about it I remember there was this really effective PSA commercial, I think when I was in like middle school, that was like a drawing. It was like a child's drawing uh, animation, and it was like a little kid like found a gun and and like shot his friend, and he like didn't know that it was gonna do anything, and you know, and it was so sad and scary that I was just like terrified of guns ever since, and it was really effective, and I think we need to bring that PSA back. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. That right to bear arms. I got to move. I got to get out of... I just... Everything's a mess. I just keep reading more about, like, the post office. And I just... I, I got to get out of this country. Uh, if anyone lives yeah. in Canada and would like to sponsor our <laughs> visas, let us know. <laughs> we would yeah. love to leave this yeah. shithole country. Also, whenever I think of the right to bear arms, I think of that Family Guy episode when it was, like... It, like, flashes to, like, the Bill of Rights writing, and it's, like, this one of the uh, founding fathers just has, like, bear arms, like, the animal bear arms on his hand, and is like, I don't know how anyone could misinterpret this or something like that. Is that the only good family guy joke? I think it might be. I think so. That's the only one I ever think of. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, grapevine. I think we got a lot of we tweets. We did get some tweets. Um... Do you want to – oh, my my favorite, which I retweeted, um, was from Bunny something. Uh, it's right in front of my face. It is – here we go. This is from Bunny Wilder, at Bunny Wilder. And they say, also, how about adopt slash mentor slash kill? And I think that that is a great – replacement for fuck mary kill and that is what we would like to see in the future which is why i retweeted it with a quote to to inspire that mentor kill yes (laughs) we still have the killing is fine obviously murder we're still fine with we're still fine with joking about murder i mean if you saw the kind of podcasts that i listened to you would understand why but yeah (laughs) i mean i think that that's great I think that that is a lot yeah, better. That's a great one. That's a Cause, yeah. yeah cause good job, Bunny Wild. Like we explained <laughs> in the last one, we're getting to a point where it's it's not it's not fun anymore <laughs> to do that. <laughs> it's they're they are children. They look like children. It's upsetting. Um, also, thank you to everyone that that uh, tweeted Tom Felton at us because it's nice to know that you some of you actually made it to the end of that episode. also oh yeah (laughs) also victoria uh anzalone anzalone i don't know sorry um tweeted and to remind us that instagram is hastygram and snapchat is oomph chat right it's worse than i remembered (laughs) oomph chat oh that's a bad one Oh, I we got I did want to read just one comment on we almost never read the comments on our soundcloud but amethyst beloved is like always Ah. rocking those um and i wanted to read this one because she shared her own embarrassing autograph story and it's my favorite it's really good 
Um, yeah, if anyone else wants to email us about embarrassing autograph stories, I mean, people who have embarrassing Degrassi, like mall stories, we've gotten some of those, which are those always are good. great. But yeah, please share. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is from Amethyst Beloved. Um, who says, I have an autograph from David Suzuki. I got the book signed for the guy that I was seeing, but he broke up with me before I could give it to him. So bad. So too bad for him. <laughs> I love Perfect. it. I love it. I, I love any of those, like, kind of, like, I, I have so many, like, I got this thing, and then we broke up, and then I held on to it, and he dumped me, and, you know, th- those kinds. I have, I have some good, like, he dumped me stories. Remember <laughs> the guy with the fidget spinner? Who made me carry a bike down two flights of stairs and then broke up with me in front of my apartment? <laughs> oh, I forgot about those details. Yes, that's the best part. No, you need all the details oh together. God. You need all the oh details God. together because it's so much funnier. You can tell that that was goddamn 2017. A fucking fidget spinner? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, no! It's it's better if you have all the details. <laughs> oh my gosh! He really had to focus on playing arms. It's fine. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely remember arms. Arms. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, also, Carly, my cousin, friend of the pod, just tagged me in a like you can only pick two Mary Kate and Ashley edition thing on Instagram. Do you want to take part and name your two that you would pick? Wait, what is... Yeah, absolutely. Send it to me. <laughs> well, I'll just do... I was just going to do it right now. Yeah. Go for it. But you can only pick two. There are 11 options. It Takes Two, Billboard Dad, Passport to Paris, Switching Goals, Our Lips Are Sealed, Winning London, Holiday in the Sun, Getting There, One in Rome, The Challenge, New York Minute. I'll also send it to you because I... You probably don't remember every single thing. I, I already said. picked my two. Don't worry. It's, okay. it's hands down always our lips are sealed and holiday in the yep. sun. No That's questions exactly asked. That's exactly my yeah. two. That's exactly my two. They're the best ones. Yes, because if you pick different ones, you're wrong. And, you know, Carly we are picked, on the same page. Carly picked Passport to Paris and holiday what? in the sun, which I can also respect. I respect it. Passport to Paris is also good, but... Our lips are sealed it's is perfect. the best one. It's, it's the so best good. one. It's They're so in the good. fucking witness protection program in oh Australia. My, oh are my you God. kidding because me? Because they blew up all the other witness protection spots that they had to send them to Australia. It makes perfect sense. It's so good. Because they're teenagers. Because <laughs> it actually makes so much sense. They just blab about it do everywhere you remember, they go. Do you remember why they had to go into witness protection? Didn't they just like watch someone? They were like at a hot dog stand and they watched someone like steal something? or get they, away like, witnessed like a jewel heist or something crazy they witnessed a jewel heist and the jewel ended up like going into like one of their backpacks on accident or, like the person somebody like put it in their backpack and i think like the bad guy knew about it so he was still out to get them but they didn't know why and that's why they had to go into witness protection oh uh, yeah that makes sense like that okay yeah Anyway, I buy that. That was the best one. You can't tell me otherwise. I would say my number three would be Passport to Paris, though. I don't even know if I have a number three. Uh, those are just like those are the two that I remember the most vividly. Allegra um, and I did just recently watch Billboard Dad, though, because it's on Hulu, and it's like fine. <laughs> it's got the craziest name out of all of them, though. Billboard Dad. Yeah, I think I liked. 
I don't know. I keep confusing them now in my head with um, Amanda Bynes movies. Mm, that's fair. What you a know? Girl Wants. What a Girl Wants <laughs> is so perfect. It's just so good. I haven't I, seen that one in a long time, but I did recently rewatch She's the Man, and it's still amazing. It's still the best. Uh, the thing about so Amanda Bynes is that she's a national treasure, and she, she had some mental health issues, and... You know, I mean, her career like really kind of fell apart before that, but it's yeah, it, it makes me sad that that's what she's known for now. Like, so we've been watching a lot of like classic Nick because if you have the Pluto app, you can watch like a the whole Amanda bunch of classic show Nick. Show is one of the best things that has ever happened. It's so good, but we've been watching like all that and like yeah, it's it. She's just like on all this stuff. I'm like she was, and I was talking about the Amanda Show today. Because there was, like, some crossover with all that, obviously. And I was like, and this segment was really good. And this thing was really... Like, it was... Moody's sh- Point? Are you Moody's kidding me? Moody's Point's fucking hilarious. Moody's Point? <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, like, it was so good. I mean, granted, I really loved the, like, Drake Bell, like, as a stoner. Yeah. But totally Kyle. Totally Kyle. T- totally Kyle was the best. But, yeah. it Like, she was so funny. And, like, yeah. even... I even liked her. And maybe it's just because I'm, like... I have like I had like a big crush on Amanda Bynes, but I even liked her <laughs> in Sydney White. Yeah, I only I think I only ever saw that in theaters, and I was like, oh, that wasn't as good. But I still, yeah. she was still like fine. She was still She's Amanda Bynes. She was a really she was a funny good actress, and I would still go back and rewatch that probably. Yeah, I, me too. I probably haven't watched it since like two thousand seven or eight or whenever it came out. I would I would rewatch like all the Amanda Bynes. Like I don't think Amanda yeah. Bynes had a movie out that I didn't that like. Was bad, yeah. I liked no. all of them. Like Mary Kate and Ashley. As much as I love Mary Kate and Ashley, <laughs> there's I really, some stinkers in the, there. I mean, really, I only loved those. Getting two. there, terrible. getting there sucked. I mean, I really only loved those two movies for real. I did like Passport to Paris. I did have a soft spot for Winning London. But I think that was because I didn't own it, so I ha- didn't, like, watch it as much. Mm. And it was always, yeah. like, a special thing that I rented from Hollywood Video or something. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just always more of an Amanda Bynes person. Like, she was great. I think that's fair. I think I was both. Hairspray is definitely not something that I'm re-watching a lot, but she wasn't a huge part of it. I'm now just on her IMDb. She was also great in Easy A. That was the last thing she was in. She, and she was, was great in, in Easy A. She was great in Easy A. I actually loved her in Hairspray. I just can't remember. I've only ever seen it in theaters. <laughs> oh my god, what I like about you? Remember that show? I would totally go yes. back and rewatch oh, that if I, I could find I, it. It pops up once in a while on my um, Instagram like explore tab because Instagram like knows me way too well. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I would rewatch that show, but I don't know if it like lives anywhere. I don't know if it does either. Um, yeah, I don't know. We should stop because yeah, we ended just, this episode. Now we're just on a Amanda Bynes like detour. Anyway, <laughs> that's all that we have for you guys today. Um, oh yeah, wait, we're not even like actually done yet. Um, if you want to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod or you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on apple podcast if you could rate review and subscribe that'd be super cool and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at holland tacular and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kel sucks with a z at the end and is there anything that you want to recommend 
Um, oh, you I know, know what? We talked about a lot of shit last time, but I've been watching. No, I mean since then I've been watching something new. I'm just googling to make sure that's the name. It's it's a show on Netflix. Um, that I've been really enjoying. Um, damn it. You know what? You recommend your thing, and I'm trying to find it. (laughs) Well, I just, I guess I have two. Allegra and I just started watching End of the Fucking World on Netflix, but I think you have recommended that before, if I'm not mistaken. But it was a while Um, ago. Feel free to recommend again, because it's great. But yeah, it's good. We're on season two now. And then I've also just started, (laughs) I don't know if this is a recommendation, but this is just like, I'm garbage in watching this now. But I also just started watching Real Housewives of Potomac because uh, the Who Weekly Patreon is going to be talking about it next week. So I just started watching it. And those shows are just like once you start watching them, it's just like it's just like eating candy. You're like, you just can't stop. And it's just like, all right, I've watched the first season now. So I've yeah. been watching that. <laughs> um, I found the name of my thing. So it's it's a show on Netflix. It's here's the thing. It's extremely silly. Like it's not I wouldn't call it good, but it's also really good. I, I there's no way to explain. It's called The New Legends of Monkey. It's on Netflix. <laughs> okay. It's it's like it's uh, it's almost like an anime show, but it's live action. It's like I, I don't okay. know. It's like it's like an Australian show. But it's like it's got very I don't know. It's like they they bring this like God back to life and it's this monk, but she's a girl and she's lying about being a monk. And it's like very there's a lot of silliness. It's like it's funny and like weird and it's definitely like meant for like 12 year olds. Like I feel like I could watch it with someone in middle school and they would have just as good of a time as I would because I'm kind of a moron. I don't know. It's a fun time. I recommend it if you like if you like something that's like kind of silly and like fantasy and adventure and yeah. Oh, I'll also recommend something not like Bravo related, which is the I'll Be Gone in the Dark docuseries on HBO. Like, oh, yeah. How is that? But also with like updates and a lot more like stuff about Michelle McNamara, like Okay. I it's really good. It's all out now. So it's like I think it's only like 6 episodes. Um but it's all out now. I recommend it. It's pretty good. It's kind of scary because it's about a scary thing, but yeah. yeah, it goes into a lot more about like Michelle's um personal life and stuff that wasn't in the book because she was the one like writing the book. Yeah. Um, and it goes into her death a little bit, too. Like, I don't even think I actually knew, like, the specific circumstances of how she died until I watched this. And I was like, oh, gosh, that's such a bummer. And it was also, like, so preventable at the same time. Yeah. But, yeah. I recommend that, too. Also, HBO is going to do a doc. Their next, like, true crimey docuseries is about the Nexium cult, which I know we have talked about. Yes. So I'm excited for I think it comes out at the end of the month, or it starts coming out at the end of the month. Nice. Um, so I will also recommend that. Okay. But we've been talking for an hour now, so we should probably stop. <laughs> Can you it's tell so that this is, like, our like, only human contact outside of work and, like, yeah. roommates slash partners slash et cetera? It's also 
so easy to like just ramble on and keep going when we're each at our own homes so it's like nobody like you don't have to like pack up and like get an uber and like go home and like figure it all out it's like we're just at home talking it's fine just chit chatting (laughs) so like this will probably yield like much longer episodes because it's not like it's not like we've been it's not like we have commuted and come back from work and then need to like go back home and like figure things out because we just have so much free time so that is true although i will say my chest does appear to be breaking out in hives so i am gonna go okay (laughs) great note to end on yeah you know me just just (laughs) just having a having a ball over here (laughs) okay that is now all that we have for you guys today thank you for listening thank you to jay as always for our theme song uh bye panthers Bye, Panthers.